the Blaze Radio Network. On demand. Glenn Beck. The Blaze Radio Network. This is the sound of the Iranian parliament chanting death to America. This is where they burned the American flag just a few short hours ago. Apparently, they're not real happy with President Trump's decision to officially pull the United States out of the Joint Comprehensive Plan of Action, otherwise known as the Iran nuclear deal. Uh, you know, I mean, really? I mean, they're, they're not happy? How can you tell? I mean, this is the burning flags and chanting death to America or death to Israel. I mean, I thought that's what makes these people happy. They're always doing that. Let's put into perspective what we're dealing with here and who we're dealing with. The closing act of every Friday prayer session in Iran is accompanied by a U.S. flag burning and a death to America chant. That's at the end of their religious service. They have made praying for our destruction a national holiday. Death to America Day is November 4th. So, I mean, if you have a holiday... Chanting death to America is probably a pretty good thing because there's like, oh, I remember when we had the picnic and remember when we used to go out and watch the fireworks as we burned the American flag. I mean, that's a happy memory. And quite honestly, until you get rid of your national holiday, death to America day, I don't think we have much to talk about. Now, all of this was known to the Obama administration two years ago, but the president decided to bypass Congress, which the president doesn't do treaties or deals like this. The Senate does. But he decided to bypass Congress and give those lunatics billions of dollars and sanctions relief. It included an initial payment of $400 million in cash which was conveniently paid the same day Iran released four American hostages. But we don't do that. We don't pay for hostages. We don't do that as a country. So that was what a, what a coincidence. By February of 2016, the Obama administration had paid $1.7 billion of your tax money to the terrorist regime in Iran. $1.7 billion that Iran demanded in cash. So now you have to wonder what people like Ben Rhodes and Susan Rice and Samantha Power thought Iran was going to do with all of that cash. Invested in their country? Build roads? Why did they, inv- why did they want it in American dollars? Iran's inflation rate is soaring and their economy is in a death spiral. Anti-regime protests have been kicking off all over the country since the first of this year. Most of these protests are over the high price of basic items like butter and chicken. So where is all the money gone? Before the nuke deal, Iran was on the ropes. Today, their proxy forces have almost complete control over Iraq, Syria, and Lebanon. This is what the Obama administration funded. They've marched a clear path toward Israel. That's their true target from the beginning. And anybody who is paying attention and not mocking the idea of a caliphate could have seen this one coming over 10 years ago. Actually, they've been plotting it since 1979. While their ground forces are busy 
quote, encircling Israel, end quote. They've also continued the development of their missile program. You see, this is why the Israelis had such a horrible relationship with Obama. The nuke deal didn't address any of these issues. And the only people that would be left to deal with it was Israel. Yesterday, as Iran announced the end of the deal, Iranian ground troops in Syria began positioning for an attack on northern Israel. The IDF went on high alert and began calling up their reserve forces. Authorities in the Golan Heights instructed anyone living in that area to prepare to move into their bomb shelters. Israel decided not to wait and attacked an Iranian position near Damascus. An Iranian position near Damascus. Eight Iranians were reportedly killed. None of this would have been possible if it weren't for the Iran nuke deal. The Obama administration tried to hand Israel to Iran on a platter, pure and simple. And that is the real Obama legacy. It's Wednesday, May 9th. This is the Glenn Beck Program. This morning, I I got up and I saw some tweets from Samantha Power. Remember, she's Cass Sunstein's wife. And uh, she is rabidly anti-Israel. And, uh, and, and was our U.N. ambassador and responsible for some of the worst ideas in foreign policy ever. And I just, she talked yesterday about, oh, it's a black cloud. I remember the day that dark cloud over the White House was removed and we made the deal with Iran. Hmm, really? That dark cloud? I think that dark cloud may have been there for another reason or seven Let's just go through what this administration with Samantha Powers did. What, what was their plan? Now, we can say that it was anti-Israel and anti-West. Okay, we could say that. But let's assume that they had the best intentions. Let's assume that they really wanted peace then they're completely incompetent and they made the same mistake over and over and over again, which is possible. But let's go over their mistakes. The Arab Spring is on fire. And so what do they do? They take a guy, Gaddafi, who is not a good guy. I think we all agree. But we had emasculated him. He had given up all of his uh, nuclear weapons, uh, you know, uh, desires. He was supposedly, you know, now kind of an ally. I mean, never really an ally. You don't ever trust that guy. But he wasn't, he wasn't sticking a hot fork in our face every day like Iran is or North Korea. So we just decide, you know what, let's destabilize. Let's get him out of there. And his people dragged him through the streets, and we supported it. We helped arm these people to take over Libya. Result, Libya is a nightmare. Libya is a destabilized state. So in the middle of that, we realize, uh-oh, we've got to get some of these guns back. We can't. We can't just have all of these guns because these are really bad guys. Let's get some of these things back. That's what Benghazi was. 
Benghazi was, let's take some arms and now let's ship them over to Syria because Syria, the administration and Samantha Power had decided, you know, we've we've had enough of Assad as well. Wait a minute. Weren't you guys just over there? Weren't wasn't Hillary Clinton in several pictures? Didn't wasn't uh, uh, several members of the Democratic core over sitting smiling with Assad just recently? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's got to go. So to quell the problems in the Middle East, we just have to get rid of Gaddafi. Did that quell things? No, that made things worse. But it started an uprising on Assad. Okay, well, Assad's a bad guy. So let's take the guns from Libya and we'll ship them from Benghazi over to Syria. And we'll arm those people to get Assad out. Okay, who were those people that we armed? ISIS. Uh Uh-oh, now ISIS is a problem. Now ISIS is beheading people. Now we see who ISIS really is. Well, we got to stop them. Well, I don't want to go in and actually bomb anything. I don't want to actually do anything. Don't worry. We can get another surrogate to do it because the enemy of my enemy is my friend. And who's the enemy of ISIS? Iran. So what we'll do is we'll empower, embolden, and enrich Iran so Iran can go over and they can stop ISIS. So we don't have to do it. Okay, so we did. Now they have control of Iraq and large portions of Syria. And now their target is Israel. Oh, man, is there somebody else we could... Who else? Who's really, who's worse than Iran? Could we empower them to stop Iran? Don't you see what's happening? Samantha Power and Barack Obama and his team are directly responsible for anything that happens to our main ally in the Middle East, uh, Israel. And they are directly responsible for the destabilization of all of this and the empowering of Iran. The one thing George Bush did destabilize by going into uh, Iran. I'm sorry, Iraq. But I will tell you this. He never empowered, never empowered Iran. The largest exporter of terror in the entire world. This is the true legacy. Now, what are we going to do about it? Are we just going to stir all this up and then just walk away? Well, you can make a case for that because it seems every time we butt our nose into somebody's business, we make it worse. Here's what we should do. We should send a strong message that we stand behind Israel. We should do something like, say... uh, move our embassy to Jerusalem. Oh, we did that. Then we should say, we don't believe Iran. In fact, we believe that this was a giant mistake that emboldened and empowered them. 
and we want nothing to do with them, and we are putting them back in their box. You can join us or not, but that's what we're doing. Oh, wait a minute. Wow, it looks like President Trump did both of those things. Congratulations to the real Donald Trump. Oh, and one more thing we'll get to next. Hmm. It looks like three hostages in North Korea have just been released. An actual benefit of Donald Trump playing tough, being a bully to bullies. As we've said for years, the only language they understand is the language of strength. Glenn Beck. The Blaze Radio Network.